I have a special guest today, Alyssa Williamson, and she is a mindset and intuitive success coach for female service-based entrepreneurs, of which I am. <laughs> so <laughs> everything she's here to talk about today is very appropriate for myself, but I know it's going to hit home and resonate with a lot of you busy working women out there because Alyssa has not just personal experience, she has professional experience in helping us with these issues. So I know everything that she has to say is going to be a huge benefit for everybody listening. Welcome to Boss Body, the podcast where successful women learn how to lose weight and get healthy in a way they can live forever. If you're successful in so many areas of your life, but can't seem to give yourself the same care and compassion you show everyone else, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah Haas, women's weight loss and body love coach, and I'm here to help you create the light, joyful, energetic life you deserve. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Body Podcast. This is your host, Sarah Haas, as usual, and I'm happy that you have chosen to join me today. I have a special guest today, Alyssa Williamson, and she is a mindset and intuitive success coach for female service-based entrepreneurs, of which I am. <laughs> so <laughs> everything she's here to talk about today is very appropriate for myself, but I know it's going to hit home and resonate with a lot of you busy working women out there because Alyssa has not just personal experience. She has professional experience in helping us with these issues. So I know everything that she has to say is going to be a huge benefit for everybody listening. So Alyssa, welcome. And thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thanks for the introduction, Sarah. And yeah. I'm excited to talk about this today. It's, it's my passion. Well, I would love for you just to tell us a little bit about yourself first, and then we'll dive in just so we can get to know a little bit about you. Sure. So I've been a mindset and intuitive success coach officially for about three and a half, four years now. Um, but I've always been self-employed. So I started my first business out of college about 13 years ago. And I think that was part of being a type A high achiever. It's just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I got to go get it. Oh yeah. I and can relate I, to that. Yeah. I had the business <laughs> plan. I had the life plan. I was like, go to college, check, do this, check, do that, check, <laughs> climb yeah, the corporate ladder. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I didn't actually have a specific goal each step of the way, but my intuition sort of led me like, I wanted to get into design and then it was just very easy to get clients through referrals. And I was like, oh, well, this is easier than applying for the jobs I've been applying for because it was May of 09 and no one, everyone's like, oh, when you get more experience, we'll consider hiring you. But no one was hiring in 09. And so I just was like, hey, I'm getting clients. Why not? I'm going to build the business because that's where things are leading me. So I sort of my whole life and the reason I've gotten back to intuition is it led me along the way, even if I didn't realize it. And that's the, I love that you are here to talk a lot about intuition, because I think that's something that we neglect. 
a lot. <laughs> you know, we tend to go by thinking our thinking brain instead of what our body and our inner knowing is telling us, you know, and, and that's so influenced by the outside world and about the messages that we receive and what society says we should do, or our parents say we should do, or, you know, anyone in our lives. Mm -hmm. And we end up stuck somewhere that we're not really that happy a lot of the times. And a lot of it is too, and this is what I teach my clients is a lot of us are like, oh, well, it's happened. I'll move on and leave it. And we, we store a lot of past trauma or just past beliefs in our body too. So our subconscious and our body are really how we connect. And then it's our mind and our mind is trying to control. And that was it. I knew I was intuitive, but I was sort of proud of, oh, well, I'm going to do what, what my mind says anyway. I'm not going to listen to my intuition. Like I've got all these tasks and I'm going to work on them instead because I'm too busy. And I was really proud of being too busy and busy all the time. And I was really a proud workaholic. Well, we wear our busyness as a badge of honor. You know, we never talk about, we never brag about having a day off or, you know, taking a nap or giving Mm -hmm. ourselves some self-care. You know, we, we want everybody to know that we work hard. And yeah. we and do work hard, but sometimes it gets a little bit much and it's celebrated and it, yeah. in society, unfortunately, to work that's overwork. That's what the culture encourages. Yeah. Culture encourages us to do. It's the hustle culture. Be busy. Your value is based on your busyness and it's doing the reset and your value is not based on more stuff you do. Your value is based on who you are, but that's a whole mindset shift too. And that's why intuition and mindset of like, these are the things I need to do to change, change my client's world and just change the world too. So when you're working with your clients, is that where you start with the mindset part? I actually start with goals because having a goal, I can then, we can then explore, oh, is this, okay, is this a goal, a new goal because you hit your other goals? Is this a goal you've been aiming for for a while and you're stuck? Because then we can explore, okay, what's the stuckness holding you back? What are the patterns that keep coming up? But we can't really get a direction until I know what they want and where they're heading towards. So that one, we can have a metric and basis to, to track their path, but also to know what needs to be done to get them there. So it's very yeah, the first step is knowing their goal. And I want to point out that this doesn't just apply to business. So Mm -hmm. you're not here just to talk to those who are entrepreneurs or have some kind of business goal. This applies to every part of life. And I pretty much, I say I'm a life coach for business owners because I'm like, what are your life goals? How does your business fit into that? What are the different pieces? Okay. Is your business supporting your life goals? Maybe that your business structure needs to be readjusted. Maybe it's looking at your marketing. Maybe it's maybe it's just realizing this is not for you and you need to look at something else too. I don't have, I don't go in with an agenda. I go in to serve my clients. What is what is it you want to see in your life? What's your passion? And connecting to their intuition is really how they find their passion and purpose. A lot of people, I talk to so many women that are like, I don't know what I do for fun anymore. I don't know what my passion is. My purpose is I'm just surviving. I'm just, I've got kids now and I lost my life. Like all I do is take care of them. And it's like, don't you want to adventure with your kids or don't you want to like do these fun things? It doesn't mean that you've lost your purpose just because you've got more in your life than before. 
Yeah. We sometimes think that we're so bogged down by all of our responsibilities that we don't have time to Mm -hmm. do the things that we love. And I, what I'm hearing you saying is that you really want to love your work as well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a health coach, but part of your overall health is your mental health. It's not just your physical health and your job is you're spending a lot of time every week at your job, hours and hours and hours, and it's your life's work. And if it's not feeding you, if it's not making you happy and bringing you joy, that's a big part of your life that isn't healthy. If you've been struggling with weight gain, sluggishness, or changing metabolism, I have a free gift for you that is going to be a game changer. I want to offer you my free, no excuses, light and easy lunch guide to boost midlife metabolism. Inside this ebook, you'll not only get tons of simple and doable meal planning how-tos and tips, you'll get my favorite, quick, ridiculously delicious recipes, and you'll also receive my exact three-step formula to guide your food choices so you'll know exactly what to put on your plate. Boosting your energy and feeling lighter doesn't have to be hard. And I'm going to prove it to you with this free guide. You can get the instant download using the link below. It's only going to be available for a limited time. So be sure to grab it before it goes away. Yeah. If it's bringing your energy down, it brings it down how you are at home. And I'm not saying just go out and like, oh, have, go have a like midlife crisis and like quit your job and go do something else. But Spend the time to know what your passion is, your purpose is, and then figure out what your goals are around that. Maybe it's doing more in your side time. Maybe it's volunteer time, but it, it shows up for everyone in different ways, depending on what they're doing and where they are. And so it's really a journey going through the coaching process with them too. Yeah. So going back to, you know, we were talking about the busyness and, always feeling like we have to be productive and we have to check things off and we have to do and do and do. You have some personal experience in that area. Am I right? Yeah. So um, this goes back to the very beginning. Granted, it was my twenties as well. So like my business was my baby. And I often, I, my favorite phrase was sleep is for the week. And I reveled in the fact that I could just sleep four hours a night and do work. And it meant I was successful, right? (laughs) Not at all. So I was doing eight hour weeks. I got to the point where I was tripping on carpet while walking during the day because my brain wasn't functioning. I spent three hours on less than four, four three months on less than four hours of sleep a night. Wow. And it became a point again, it became a, oh, look, I'm so strong. I can do this. I'm running a business. I'm successful. I'm so busy with my business that this is what I have to do. And I didn't feel successful. Like, yes, money, the money was coming in. I was hitting my 10K months in my second year of business, but I, I just pushed my way to the top there again through my mind, do, 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 pushed my way. Um, and it was only through process of working with different coaches and doing the inner work myself that I, I did the, like finding why do I believe I have to work this hard? Well, I was a third generation immigrant my grandparents immigrated from Europe to New Zealand after World War II. My parents immigrated from New Zealand to California. I moved from California to Oregon, really, when my adult life properly started. 
And so that's what you do. You just work really hard and you find success. Right. That was sort of ingrained in your history that you, you know, you will not be happy. You will not be successful unless you do and do and do and push. Mm -hmm. And you're making a new opportunity, a new world, and it will happen, but it's just going to take all this work. And so that was my own process of going through it. And then when I reached the point, I hadn't traveled in five years. That's my passion. That is one of my big lifetime goals. I'm like, I always want to focus on where am I traveling, where am I planning, whether it's a day trip or a weekend trip. I hadn't traveled in five years. I was, I was just so stuck. And doing, um, I did theta. I'm a theta healer, so I do energy work with belief work, and then I'm um, an intuitive success coach where I learned NLP. So it's using these, these neuroscience techniques to clear beliefs and replace them and doing that all myself for several years and working with a coach, I reached one day, I reached a point where I was like, I'm still making the same amount of income, but I'm taking lunch breaks again. I'm ending my day by 4 PM. I'm enjoying life. I'm saying no to clients that don't fit me and I'm attracting the ones that I love working with. And so it just showed up in all these different ways. I met, met my husband, met the love of my life. My husband manifested different rental properties and houses and all the things that I enjoy just started coming into my life when I made these shifts. Yeah. You change your energy. So you change Mm -hmm. what you're putting out there into the universe and you change what gets attracted to you. So you were, you know, making good money, but you weren't enjoying it. And what's the point? What's the point of making money? It's to be able to do what you want with your life and have fun with it. (laughs) Definitely. And, and why be just working all the time? What's the point then if you're just working? Yeah. So if my listeners are thinking, okay, that's great. She had this mindset shift and she changed from, you know, working 80 hour weeks to having a business that fed her and she would, you know, all that sounds Mm -hmm. wonderful, but how do I get there? Like what, what kind of steps can you give people? Like if they want to get started, if they're like, okay, this is me, I'm a workaholic or I'm a, you know, I love busyness and I'm always crazy. And I have this long to-do list. How do Mm -hmm. I, how do I stop that cycle? Like, where do I start? It comes with really keystone habits and do one thing at a time. If you try and change your whole world, it's not going to happen. Um, I just did a, a training on time blocking and most 75% of it was the mindset behind it. And so it's a woman are really, I find this happens more in my female clients. I'm guilty of it too, where we just keep giving and we don't separate time for ourselves. Um, my husband is great at just, I've, he'll do a bunch of work and then he sits down and relaxes for an hour. And I'm like, how do you just stop and relax? And so that is an ingrained belief in us. If you just have to keep going. So first thing is noticing. Noticing, um, I say one of the key things is when you're too busy to do the things you should want to do, that's a sign to look for. So when you're too busy to stop for lunch, when you're too busy to go for a walk each day, all these things that are self-care that you should one want to do and make, make a priority in your life, when you're too busy to do that, just start noticing that. Oh, I was too busy to take lunch today. Okay, why did that happen? Okay, what am I going to do now to make sure I do take a lunch break? Um, one of my keystone habits is getting enough sleep. So I used to be a night owl and an early bird. So I'd go to bed at midnight and wake up at 6 a.m. And I loved it, but I also didn't 
I was, I was always tired. I was like, oh, but I love getting up early in the morning. So eventually I decided I need eight to nine hours of sleep. That's what my body needs. I'm going to bed at nine o'clock at night. So I'm in bed by nine o'clock so I can get up at five or six in the morning, feel fully rested. And that, that just changes your whole day. And the easiest thing to do is it takes, it takes changing your household or whatever, but go to bed earlier mm-hmm. is get enough sleep. Like that's the one thing you can do because you're, your brain is functioning properly. Your body's functioning properly. And it trickles in. Your morning is better. And you're going to be more better. productive. And you're going to yeah. have more energy. And you're going to be more focused. So yeah, it all starts with a good night's sleep. 100%. Mm-hmm. And less pressure. I find when I wake up earlier in the morning, it's more expansive. I have space. I'm not rushing to make breakfast. Rushing to get dressed. Rushing to a meeting. I've got time. I can do some foam rolling, do some yoga or exercises. I can sit and meditate, or maybe I have some things I need to do personal and I get them done in the morning. Um, but stress comes from pressure. So creating more space and expansiveness in your day. And that starts with getting enough sleep and being able to wake up early. And then having that nice morning routine to set your day up. So mm-hmm. you're feeling good going in. Cause I know a lot of us, and I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes literally I roll over, turn off my alarm and open up my emails. (laughs) And that was (laughs) a really bad habit that I had to get out of because I don't want the whole world rushing into my brain first thing in the morning. That's just overwhelming. And that starts your morning in just a stressful way. So that was one of the habits I had to, had to break myself out of. And I, and I love that you're saying, you know, have a routine when you, you can really do more by doing less. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and that's something slow down yeah. and give yourself the self-care and eat food and get sleep and have, you know, a morning routine. You feel better. You have more energy. You're able to give more and you're able to do more because you actually took that time and, and kind of re- rebooted your battery, <laughs> rebuild. your. Yes. <laughs> and the challenge is, is there's a lot of beliefs there. There's a lot of unworthiness. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to treat myself well. I don't deserve to put myself first. And that's where sometimes you can do it alone, but it is, it's a process of removing layers from the onions. And that's where guidance is helpful. That's why I've had a mentor and coaches that guide me through that. Um, I still do. I still work with coaches and, and healers and mentors when new challenges come up. Um, but I, one affirmation I heard in a group that I'm in that I love is, it's the creating the belief, the more I take care of myself, the more money I make. Because the better you feel, the more self-care you do, um, especially in like, I say this specifically, like creative fields. When you're, cause I was a designer for 14 years and I would push myself, oh, I have to get 10 projects done today or whatever, and just force myself to do it. But if you give yourself space, go for a walk, while you're out for a walk, you suddenly get an idea, you get creative. That space is where creativity comes from pressure and deadlines doesn't create creativity a little bit like sometimes people are work from that but for the most part your creativity comes from having that space so the more I take care of myself the more money I make is like the one thing I try and get my clients to put I love that yeah I love that because you could really fill in the blank with whatever the more mm-hmm. I take care of myself the 
more energy I will have to spend mm-hmm. time with my family, the better my relationships will be, the my health, I'll have better mm-hmm. health, you know, everything, <laughs> you know, the more I take yeah. care of myself, dot, 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 the the better everything will be. And that's, it's, I haven't experienced it personally, but you hear the stories of, like I was in the Bay, I was from the Bay Area of California. So very tech heavy, very go, go, go. And I knew someone um, who got, who got paralyzed on half her face because she was just working too hard. Or, you know, here the, the, like the attorney that burns out and like suddenly has a midlife crisis and throws it all in the air and runs away. The, it's almost, again, like, like a badge of honor why are we getting to that point that we're doing that to ourselves that our body is like, you're not listening to me. I'm going to break down. Yeah. I mean, until I, you're in crisis. crisis. <laughs> yeah. We need yeah. to make self-care a regular maintenance routine, not something mm-hmm. you do. Like don't wait to get a massage when you can hardly move because your back is killing you, <laughs> you know, do these things along the way as a maintenance. And make yourself a priority. I love to say, what are luxuries in your life that you want? And they don't have to cost money. A luxury, some of my favorite luxuries, reading a book for 15 minutes in the middle of the workday, um, taking a hot shower. I love taking a hot shower before bed. It's just like hot water. <laughs> if it was a cold shower, I wouldn't want to do it. So I just appreciate that there's a hot shower, like a good pillow, um, candles that you love the smell of. Like some things can cost money and some things can be free. What is a luxury that you want more of in your life? taking mm-hmm. a walk in the warm sunshine in summer before before the seasons change making choosing your luxuries and figuring out how to add more of those to your life yeah i love that i one of my luxuries is going outside and then another one is a hot cup of tea and a warm blanket yeah. <laughs> and my kitten <laughs> and it's just yeah finding your it's like finding your little happy place in little things mm-hmm. but yeah um and that's part of like you were talking a little bit about raising your vibration or raising your emotions, choose the things that bring you joy because that will lead to more inspiration. That will lead to more fun in your life. You mm-hmm. should be having fun. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to do chores, like find either find something beforehand to make it to, to be in a good mood and have fun or find a way to just make it fun or listen to a podcast while you're yeah. doing the chores. That makes it fun. Makes it go by quickly, you know, just a, just yeah. a little plug. <laughs> Or wait for inspiration. That's part of intuition too, is when you get those nigglings of inspiration, just follow them then. I paint my house and sometimes I'm like painting for a week straight and then I don't do it for a month. And then I'm like, I want to paint the house again. And I work on another room and get it done quickly rather than being like, oh, I should go paint the kitchen right now and not enjoying it. I let the inspiration decide when I'm going to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So just to kind of recap for people that are listening, what I was hearing you say is, first of all, it starts with awareness, just being aware Mm -hmm. of your habits and the beliefs that you have grown up with. And then you're able to challenge those beliefs and start changing those habits and doing it in small steps. Like, First of all, trying to get enough sleep. And then secondly, having a routine and then adding in some self-care throughout the day. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it really, you have to be aware of it. You have to notice when you're not putting yourself first because, and then 
not be proud of it. Be like, oh, this, I need to be a priority. Self-care really should be our number one because no one else is ever going to take care of us. No one else is going to go take our body for a walk for us Mm -hmm. (laughs) or move it or do exercise. Yeah. Self-care. I, yeah, I preach self-care all the time because it's something that we women struggle with. Like you said, we feel like we're not worthy. We feel like we need to take care of everybody else. We feel like Mm -hmm. everything else needs to come first. And I am all about giving other women permission to flip that switch. And so I love having other women like you on the show to help really promote that vision because women need support of other women. And when we see an example of someone taking care of themselves, it gives us permission to do the same. So I want to thank you for your message. I think it's one that many, many of us can relate to and something that can help a lot of people. It's all about women raising each other up. And this just made me think of a movie I saw and I don't remember what happened, but she like some, like she woke up after passing out or something, not like super bad, but just woke up, found a bar, went into the bathroom and all these women came in and like your first thought is, oh, they're going to rip her apart. And then they're like, oh girl, here, I got some lipstick for you. Oh, you deserve better than him. Like they just assumed and they're, they're just pumping her up. And I was like, why don't movies do more of that? And it's, it's our culture shows women ripping each other down, but really we are supportive of each other. And so that's, that's what I love. It's just women supporting women. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate your message and I love what you do. So thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for this podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. As always, I'm honored that you have chosen to spend your time here with me and I will be here next week at the same time, same place. So I will see you then. Thank you so much for being here. I'm honored that you've chosen to spend your time with me and allowed me to be part of your journey. If you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you think would benefit. I'll see you soon.